guys, welcome to the. I'm the black Muslim girl. Assalamu alaikum, everybody, and welcome back to the TVMG podcast. How are we all doing today? Welcome back to the TVMG podcast. I should really become used to that by now because every time I, I say that, I'm like ready to start yeah, asking, like, how are you? And then, and then Khadija comes in with that, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay, right. sorry. <laughs> Literally, I listen to it every week and I'm like, why do I do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but how is everybody? I, I know I am sweltering over here in my room. Bruh, I'm boiling, man. It's too hot. And it's just so sticky and humid, and it's just like yeah. it's just heat. It's not even like holiday sunshine. It's just heat. No, I am sweating in places that I just, I just don't really like sweating in. Like, mm, yeah, it's you know, we just sweat. Like, it's not nice. And my hands. Does anyone else's hands like um get swollen in the heat? Swollen? Does it like hurt or anything, or just feel like it's puffy? No, it just gets put. My fingers get puffy sometimes. So, like, if I've been out for a walk in the heat, suddenly they'll just start getting puffy. You know, when you like, um, you come in from the cold and you come into like a warm room sometimes, and then your fingers get puffy. Then, yeah, I get the same thing in the heat. I don't know what it is, but it's weird as hell. I've never noticed. I I don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah, I'm too busy focusing on like cooling myself down to even look at my fingers. Do you feel it though? um only when like i try to put my fingers together like i can kind of feel like oh that's a bit you know oh. my fingers a bit nearer than it used to be <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> um but yeah everyone had a good weekend yeah, yeah that's just warm sorry it's actually just too hot to even think of the words to speak it's so it's so hot, like I'm. I'm doing everything at zero miles per hour. It's so hot. My my, yeah. my speech is even slower down compared to usual. Normally, I think I talk quite fast, but no, it's no, so hot. you just slowed it down. No, I didn't. You just slowed no, it down. You just <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. As soon as you started, no, saying that, as soon as you started saying that, <laughs> no, I didn't. Don't try it. No, I didn't. Don't try it. Don't try it. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, okay, I'm okay, fine. I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm handler. Handler. Hot. That's yeah. It's just a bit hot. Ooh, sorry. I just felt like a, I just felt sweat drip. <laughs> <laughs> drip drip. I'm so sorry to anyone listening, but you know what? We're all human. We all experience these things. Let's not hide it. Like, you know, I'm not Prince Andrew that has a weird, you know, ability to not sweat. Oh, yeah, that guy is, that guy, I, I, I that guy is dead, you know. <laughs> I think he's just a walking dead person. No, are you thinking about what comes to mind whenever I see that guy? You know Who? that Megan Thee Stallion lyric? I'm running no. through on the house like a Tomb Raider because I just oh. imagine him as a zombie. <laughs> I don't know why that lyric just always pops into my head because he just he just doesn't look like he's lively do you know what no. I mean I just feel like he's just there and his eyeballs move around occasionally 
Wait, what are talking about Prince, saying you're, talking about Prince Philip. There. you're talking about Prince Philip, the Queen's husband. Yeah. Peter Okay, no, I was I was talking about Prince Andrew, her son, the guy that had the f- friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, oh wow. But I I, I believe it was heard that. <laughs> I agree with what you said though about him. Like actually, you know what? I don't want to I don't even want what I have to say to be recorded, so let me just keep it to myself. But yeah. If I but, speak. But anyways, um so today we are talking all things side hustle being multi-hyphenates you know we're all we've all got our own things going on um outside of our regular day jobs you know we don't just do the podcast let me just say we all have additional stuff so we thought you know what let's chat about it so guys we don't force you you don't we don't force you we don't force you i have the tech I look like I've even got an uncle belly. Look at it. I'm just so tired. Like, are those shorts or a skirt? It's a short with a thin hijab wrapped around my body to keep me cool. Right. I was gonna say you're giving me like Serena Williams like tennis skirt vibes. I was. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, heat, but make it fashion. Anyways, back to what I was saying. So yeah, guys, do you guys um, who wants to start off? Like, I think it'll be nice if people knew like what you guys get up to on the side, what we get up to on the side. So, Mina, do you want to kick it off? All righty, love. Um, so I have a nine to five, and then I do stuff on the side. So my nine to five. I'm a software engineer. I just I code and stuff. Um, on the side, I do some writing occasionally. Um, mm-hmm. I also recently started a YouTube channel, making videos. Um, I started that during lockdown. Plug yourself. Um, What's your channel called? Hold on, I'm just waiting for the police car to go by. <laughs> She's over here, guys. <laughs> no, you're not going to get me, you Tory. Um, um yeah so on the side i have a youtube channel which i started during lockdown it's called develop with amina i talk about tech careers lifestyle etc um and yeah i've also got like i don't know if it's a side hustle yet for now i think it's more of a hobby but like i like to collect plants i like to grow them um so that's become something that i've grown quite fond of during this lockdown I still say I'm in lockdown, even though most of the things have been eased. I still think we're in a lockdown, in my head, anyway. Let me tell you, Boris Johnson has eased that lockdown. Yeah, I just try different things on the side. But yeah, those are like the main things. Like, I just, um, yeah, I just talk a lot on Twitter. A lot. YouTube, occasionally write, then talk about <laughs> plants all the time. <laughs> and Pad Thai. Khadija was trying to shade you there. <laughs> What did she say? She was like, a lot. Yes. Like, you talk on Twitter a lot. We know. <laughs> yeah, I want the best. It's more than a lot. <laughs> and we, we know. We know. You know what? You can actually... Guys, <laughs> another one of her side <laughs> hobbies or side hustles is to talk on Twitter. You actually should add that to the list. I'm surprised you haven't made money from it yet. Like, they should really start paying you. Fam, I need to find someone that pays me for Pad Thai. No, do you know what happens? Do you, okay, you know with Twitter, right? 
I used to do long threads all the time. I've actually stopped doing that. Like I've turned it down because people don't want to pay me, but they want to take my ideas and whip it up into articles. Oh man. And then if, if I'm lucky, they'll link, a, they'll link my tweet in their article. I do not have a nine to, I don't have a nine to five. I have a 25 eight. I walk all around the clock. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I was thinking about, I was thinking about that in my head. It felt so good saying that. I, I mean, it is actually true. The it's entrepreneur true. that does not sleep. Sleeping is for the rich. You need to wake up at 3 a.m. You got to chase your dream. What are you doing at 10 a.m.? When half of your age mates have got half of their day done and you was just getting up. All right, I'm chatting shit. Anyway. All right, Kevin Hart. All right, Kevin Hart. I should shut up. But yeah, um, so... <laughs> Let's be serious now. Yeah, I don't have a nine to five. I have a twenty-five eight. I am a student. I don't like telling people what I study, but yeah, I'm a I'm a student. I'm in my last year of going into my last year of my degree, inshallah. Um, so if anyone wants to get me some lubes for my graduation, some red bottoms, let me just put it out. Some lubes, some lubes on some red bottoms for my graduation. Let me just put it out there. Y'all got from now to next year to start saving your coin. So yeah. Um, obviously founded TBMG. So I do TBMG on the side. Um, I also have a new baby um, that I don't really speak about a lot, but as of yesterday, she's doing her own thing that I love. She's growing in her own little direction, which is amazing. Um, and that's called Thrive Tribe. Um, so check that out on Instagram. It's called thrivetribe.co. And it's basically a space for Muslim women, not just black Muslim women, Muslim women in general to cultivate power within themselves and become the best version of themselves. So it's basically a space for ambitious Muslim women. And the aim is to help you achieve your goals and your dreams, inshallah khair. Um, then next on the list, oh, bloody hell, I have... Um, She's not really a new baby, but I have recently launched my first non-community-based business, which is Allura. Um, she is a luxurious jewelry line, so check her out, allura.co.uk. And we aim to sponsor Girls Education One Piece at a time. And that's me, over and out. Well then I'm just thinking in my head, did you did you tick everything that you do off the list? Oh this girl's so annoying. Yeah, I'm thinking like I'm sure there's nah, more. I ticked there's everything. something else. No, no, I think that I no, ticked, she did, she did, she I did. Ticked everything did. that needed to be mentioned. Some things didn't need to be mentioned. Alright, sorry. It's a good thing. We're, I, <laughs> we we're, know just, we're just trying to we're just trying to, you know, shout out about the stuff that you do. Anyways, yeah. that's that's all me guys. Um, she's shy. Amina, shut up. <laughs> okay, well, it looks like no one's going to ask me, so I'm just going to introduce myself. Oh, no, 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 I did I did ask you. When I was done, I said, take it over to Aisha, yeah. Oh, okay. Take it over to me. Sorry. Sorry. You know, technical uh, issues over there. So what do I do? I Okay, so I work nine to five. I work in marketing and comms in higher education. So that's my day job. But then 
on the side. I am like Amina. I'm also a freelance writer. I write bits and bobs here and there. Um, I then also launched a platform at the beginning of the year called Black Girls Write 2, <clears throat> which is all about creating a community and um, supportive community for black women writers. And essentially that was mainly going to be done through writers retreats. And yeah, there are other activities alongside that too. Um, I also, what else do I do? I think that's it. You also are the director of TBMG. Oh yeah, I forgot that one. <laughs> yeah, I've also Sorry. I also do TBMG stuff. I also do TBMG alongside Khadija, um, and then obviously with the three of us, I do this podcast. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's me, really. Yeah. So there you have it. You have a wide range of different side hustles projects businesses that we all run between the three of us which is do you know that's actually really insane how much we do it's pretty cool yeah it's, it's very very good like this is and the, <clears throat> anyways yeah that is really good that is really cool that's inspiring man um but yeah so why why did you guys start the things that you do essentially um i actually started my youtube channel because I was bored and it was more convenient for me to make videos mm-hmm. because like basically people are always asking me like oh how did you get into tech you don't have a degree how did you learn how to code um because I did a I made a career switch I used to work in the film industry and before that I was working in marketing oh interesting um so I switched into the tech industry so a lot of people asking me questions and I was just spending time like answering individually and then the lockdown happened and I was like, well, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. I've been saying that I'm going to start a channel soon. And it's actually more convenient for me to make a deta- detailed videos explaining different aspects of the tech industry, how you switch, tips to learn to code, all this career stuff, just so people can get to know me a bit more. It was actually more convenient to do that in YouTube videos where more people can see it rather than just answering it individually, like go through all these DMs. So that's actually what triggered it. It's like I have nothing else to do in the house. Yeah. Um. So I might as well just start a channel. And initially, like, I didn't think too much of it. I just thought, okay, people are gonna find this useful. Really excited. And then as it's grown, it's like I've had, I started like, planning things a bit more, taking it a bit more seriously, um, finding different ways to like make, um, content more accessible, um. Because I feel like a lot of people are just scared. Like, not scared, but they think like tech is this big, scary like industry where you have to be like a maths whiz or something. But it's actually a lot more um, open than you think. It's just about like having that representation or, you know, having that sort of access. So I'm kind of like trying to bridge that gap. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of how my YouTube channel has been growing. It's only been around for like three months, but, I think. But you've yeah, been doing like really that. well with it. Like it's been, you've been really consistent and like you've gained a good following and everything. Yeah, I quite enjoy it. It's quite fun. Yeah, and I liked for that time you did that post where you showed like the difference between your first video and your current video at the time, and you just showed like the pro- progress. Um, I, yeah. think, I think that's important for people to know that you know you don't start like right at the top initially like you you work your way up mm-hmm. um that was yeah that was good that's nice what what made you start Aisha 
<laughs> you got there before me. I was going to ask you. Um, what made me start? So, Black Girls Right to started. So it was like lots of different ideas that then became one. Um, the main idea, which is um, writers' retreats for Black women who write, came about from me looking into writers' retreats. And just not really seeing anything that I liked the look of or I felt like vibed with me or where I could see people that looked like me. And they all just seemed a bit like a bit stuffy and all that kind of stuff. So I just thought, you know what, it'd be cool to make a writer's retreat for black women. And also I was thinking from the perspective, black Muslim women, black Muslim women, a lot of spaces that are for black women or black people don't really have Muslim women in mind either. So I just thought, you know what, be really cool to have a space where you know these different these different types of black women are thought of so yeah so that's kind of where the idea came from because I'm a writer myself I've oh. been writing since I was little and I've just never really felt like there was that space or community as a as a black female writer so I wanted to create that and um I felt like you know the Muslim part of me the black part of me that was all covered in different places but the writer part of me I just didn't really have that strong community yet so yeah it kind of just from that and then other ideas that I've had along the way have kind of come under Black Girls Right too and you know inshallah they'll all come to fruition so yeah inshallah sounds great some really good you know it's also always nice having the reasons why people start things it's really good this is it's really really nice to kind of um hear why you started black girls right to you i don't think i've ever heard it in that much detail see you never answer my questions properly. i don't think you've ever sat and asked we have have you we have do you remember when oh. we were sitting in westfield and i was like um oh <laughs> my god <laughs> okay, okay. anyways oh. <laughs> so but yeah but it's it's interesting to see like how far it's come yeah. from then because I feel like I've watched both of you guys's um side projects grow and it's just really really yeah. interesting to see like with Amina like you said she started out of boredom and here she is and she's literally got her little tech gang like her little literally. tech community do you know what I mean which is like <laughs> really really cool I think that is mm. really really cool like it's niche um and and it's just her little part of the world you know and she's got like her little She's got like her little gang over there in tech and all of that. And then you've got you that's doing your black girls writing stuff. And it's like you're creating your own little community on your side of the world and all of that kind of stuff. So it's just quite interesting to see. And it's quite um inspirational to say the mm-hmm. least to obviously see like both of you start and where you are now, you know, within a short space of time as well, if we're being quite honest. Yeah. You're doing like, I think it's really, it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. And I, I love it. Well, we have you who's busy smashing it <sighs> in different yep, I'm going there in all different aspects mm-hmm. of what you're doing. So, you know, tell us why did you start? Um we, well t- which which one do you want to talk about? You can talk about I mean, I'm 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 giving you options. Like you talk about what you want to talk about. I wanna hear the Alora story though, because I don't know. Yeah, because it's so fascinating. I mean, the Allura, this is the thing. Everyone, and it's so funny because my my younger cousin is staying over with us and she literally asked me the same question today. She was just like, oh, um, why did you start? Like, what made you want to start? And it's like, I've realised every time 
someone asked me why I started Alora, they feel like they're going to get this really cool story. Like, <laughs> oh, when I was a child, I loved jewelry and it's my dream. And ooh, I'm, so, I, I, I'm chasing my dreams. I'm so sorry to tell everybody that's listening. That is not the case. It is not a fancy story whatsoever. It like, doesn't have to a be. a quick two-minute story. Um, I basically, literally, this is exactly what happened. On June the 9th, I I prayed to Hajjud and I prayed my Fajr. And after Fajr, I just sat on the praying mat and I started talking to Allah because I love talking to Allah. And I just said, um, I have some, I have some, like, I just said to him, guide me. Like, I want to start something away from TBMG, away from Thrive Tribe. That's not community-based or anything. Could start something that's more for Khadija, in a sense. Um, so guide me like I I don't want to go back in I've got one year left of university I'm not really trying to go back into working in retail and all of that kind of stuff I dropped all of that out 2018 I think I believe um so I just like guide me sort of thing and I just sat on the on the mat and it's so funny because now that I'm actually thinking about this I have to laugh because I literally sat on the praying mat it's gonna sound crazy but laughing but I was laughing because I knew whatever it was that Allah was going to guide me towards was going to be it. Do you get what I mean? So I was just like, it's not like a crazy laugh, but just more of a like a, huh, <laughs> yeah, like, I, 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 like a chuckle. More like, you know what, guy, I trust you enough to know that whatever you bring my way, that's what, it's, that's what it is, no doubt sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, that was my, that was literally my little conversation with Allah, to be honest with you. And then... I, I went on my phone. So after I had my little pray and mat session, like I got back into bed, I went on my phone. And the first thing that I saw was jewelry. Um, so wow. I said, okay, that's it. Jewelry it is. <laughs> that's why I said it's not really a fancy story. Like there's no, that, that, that was literally what it is. But upon reflection, prior to me making that dua and asking Allah for guidance, I had been seeing jewelry quite a lot. But I, it, it's just something that I always used to see. And I do, like, I'm not going to sit and act like I don't like jewellery. I do like jewellery. I do like dainty pieces of jewellery and all of that kind of stuff. So after I made that dua and I saw this page and I really liked the page, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is it. And then literally from June the 9th till the launch day, which was, like, two weeks ago, um everything has fallen into place exactly how it should have. So that's how it's kind of like a confirmation that this was what it was meant to be sort of thing. But yeah, there's no glamorous story behind it. I literally wanted to do something on the side and I asked Allah to guide me and this is what he's guided me to. Nothing. That's quite powerful. Can we just bear in mind that between that date where you had, where you prayed to Allah and the, day that you launched there was about eight weeks eight yeah, weeks exactly. it was yeah. super it was super quick that is I mean, super super quick that is um, I, had, I had to bring out my calendar just because i was like because i i, I feel like, yeah because i'm calculating yeah, in my head that's like eight weeks that's insane that's really good because i mean amina and i both have both bought pieces and like it's beautiful and like just the detail so and nice. the packaging and everything it's just so well thought out and so well designed mm-hmm. and everything that you think you think that it was like something 
you could have fooled anyone. You if if you never told people that there was eight weeks till that launch, like no one would have like it's you wouldn't be able to tell. Like if I look at the whole branding, the packaging, the little messages, I wouldn't look at that and be like, oh yeah, it took eight weeks to put all of that together. Like I actually wouldn't like you would have fooled me. Like I would have thought like you're probably established for like a few a year or two yeah. or something. This was just you know? June the ninth. Like I wouldn't think eight weeks. Literally at June all. the ninth conversation with a lot and then the rest was yeah like that's kind of just that was basically the story behind it but obviously that's so powerful I did want it to have some you guys know me I'm all about purposeful living and all of that kind of stuff so I did want to have an aspect of Mm -hmm. it that was purposeful hence why there's the Allura Girl Foundation that um um supports girls education because obviously Allura means dream so Mm. yeah dream everyone dreams everyone has dreams so, yeah, and that was the start of Allura, start of TBMG. I'm pretty sure everyone already knows that. Um, <laughs> it's self-explanatory. Um, start of Thrive Tribe. Um, I just realised that there wasn't enough... We don't have enough spaces that are there to empower Muslim women in a way that Thrive Tribe does. I feel like we have quite a lot of spaces that share the stories of Muslim women and obviously the oppression that we face and all of that kind of stuff, but that's not really what Thrive is here to do. It's more gearing towards goals, ambition, and all of that kind of stuff. And um, so, yeah, that was kind of like the thought process behind it and why I wanted to start up because I just realised that, listen, and this is the this is the example I always use. How, how have we gone from Naseba radiallahu anha being on the on the battlefield to the extent that Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told one of the sahabas, give your sword to someone that's going to make use of it. And he was referencing Naseba. So it's like, for me, that's really big. This is a woman out here on the battlefield fighting the fight you know fighting the cause so it's like how have we gone from there to muslim women belong in the kitchen sort of thing it doesn't really make any sense to me like and i feel like a lot of the time when we do want to speak about successful women and why muslim women should be have goals and ambitions we always talk about khadija radiallahu anha which there's no problem with but there are there's literally a long list of muslim women before our times, the Sahabiyats of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that have been doing amazing things. That was the reason as to why um, I created Thrive Tribe because it's like Muslim women been doing great things. Muslim women been the forerunners. So how come now in the 20th century, all of a sudden, people are arguing on Twitter about whether or not Muslim women should have the right to education? Like, are you guys skunk? Get it right? Yeah, and I think that's really important as well because... What tends to happen, like, when we do bring up, like, being ambitious, being this, being that, it either goes along along the lines of, oh, Muslim women are breaking boundaries, they're smashing barriers, and it's like, well, the deen was never a barrier for us to be ambitious as Muslim women. You know, that's more of a societal thing. Allah never put those boundaries there. We know who put the boundaries there. It wasn't the deen. Um, and on top of that, it's like sometimes there's like backlash when Muslim women are having these discussions about, you know, being successful, ambitious, having goals, having dreams, because it seems like we're always and it feels like we're always when we do have those discussions, there's always someone there ready to like 
derail the whole conversation and then make it as like oh why do women need to compete da, 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 da. and just it completely diverts from the actual conversation we're trying to have where we empower each other and you know we take from the women of the dean like you know these women were doing bits way before our time um and so i think you know what you're doing khadija is very important because you're just giving us that space where all we can do is just talk and discuss and just feel empowered within our own rights without having to do the most if that makes sense have you guys found the process of doing the different things that you're doing because obviously amina doing a youtube channel is a lot different from building a brand khadija but then also you've done um it's like community based and then now you're doing like a, a, a e what do you call it e-commerce 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 business like how have you guys how have you guys found the process um i'm gonna be honest in a sense where if there's one thing i'm still trying to learn it's balance i have no balance but well 100%. i don't know let me say let me let me put it this way thank you very much aisha let me no, say- no, I was agreeing with you. Oh, like, oh, as in no. for me. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> I was agreeing so like, I, no, I was <laughs> doing so that. Yeah, the way you said 100%. But yeah, let no, me put I it in this like way. 100%. I don't have strategic balance. So I don't have mm-hmm. balance that, that's logical to anyone else. I feel like the type of balance mm-hmm. that I have is logical to myself and myself only. So it works for me. And that's one thing that I think is really important to learn when you do want to create something is that you don't work the same as everyone. Everyone works differently. Do you know what I mean? So with me, how I basically work, and to some people this might not work for them, but is I work up until my body starts to tell me relax. And that's that's kind of how I balance things out because I, I listen to my body. My body will start to tell me, okay, cool calm down chill like take a break once I start getting to that stage I will take a big detox and a big break from kind of like everything all in one go and just allow myself to be myself for a while whether it's a week whether it's a couple days um sort of thing and then I get back to the bath again but I always make sure I try to take some time out for myself Obviously, now that I'm doing a little bit more, I try to make my breaks. So the more that I do, the more breaks I'm taking, if that makes sense. So whereas before it would be a thing where I would I would take a break maybe every other couple of months. Now, <laughs> your homegirl's taking a break every day. Look at me. I'm just laying in my bed, <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> no, but I'm joking. But now it's more consistent in a, in a sense where... I would make sure at least one day out of the week, I'm not doing any form of work, whether it's, uh, well, I'm on holiday from uni, but whether it's TBMG, Thrive Tribe or Laura, I'm not doing any of it. And I'm just doing whatever I want to do sort of thing, which kind of allows me to go back refreshed and ready to um, do more. But I think the important thing is to understand that your body works completely different to everyone else's and starting up whatever it is you want to start up is not a one size fits all so just because you see someone doing something this way doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you you kind of have to find what works for you like what's the best way for you to work and all of that kind of stuff obviously I still have uni so it's very difficult because I'm it's not like (laughs) a girl is studying out here but um 
it's, it's a, and again, another important thing is obviously prioritizing what's important. You have to, you have to be realistic with yourself. Sometimes I know that as, I, as much as I love TBMG, TBMG is not going to complete my degree, you know? Neither is Thrive Tribe, neither is Allura. As much as I really want to get my degree, my degree is not necessarily going to um, post, the, post the things that need to go on the TBMG page or the things that need to go on the Thrive Tribe page. So I think it's about being realistic with what you're doing and prioritizing what needs to be prioritized um, because Aisha can, can probably vouch for this, but not everything needs to be done today in a sense, you know. Some things can actually get done next week and that's fine. So leave next week's um, list for next week, you know. You cross that bridge when you get there. But my thing is, yeah, just being, like, honest with yourself and um, finding what works for you, you know. Find, finding the, 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 the rhythm that works for you and then dance to that rhythm um, rather than dancing to someone else's rhythm. That's my thing. I think um, I think that's really, 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 really important what you've just said. And following on from that, I think also uh, giving yourself some grace, allowing yourself that time, like being kind to yourself, because that's something I've learned over the last few months, because with lockdown and everything and then being furloughed and stuff like that, I felt like, OK, I've got these I've got this time now where I'm not working. I need to put my all into every single thing that I do. And then I was kind of beating myself up because on days where I didn't like complete my to-do list or I didn't post on Black Girls Right To's Instagram like I'd planned or whatever. And then I thought to myself, actually, Aisha, you are one person. And when you look at the things that you do, you do a hell of a lot. Like, so pat yourself on the back for the little that you have done and not be so strict with yourself because you haven't completed everything to do list. Like last week, I, I think it was it was the day I edited the podcast. I was so annoyed with myself because I was like, oh, I've done nothing today. I've done this, da 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 and I was like, but I actually edited a whole podcast episode. Like, that's, that's a lot. Like, be happy with yourself. Like, be kind to yourself. So I think that's really, really, really important because we're our own worst critics. And um, if, you, if you keep beating yourself up, you're just going to burn out and just, just not like what you're doing anymore. I think that's really important what you said about giving yourself, um, being kind to yourself and giving yourself some grace. Um, and I think one thing I've definitely learned quite recently is to enjoy the journey and actually celebrate small wins yes you might think that they're small wins but you've achieved something that you normally wouldn't have done and you've managed to push through that in itself is an achievement an achievement doesn't have to be something like major that the whole world has to celebrate it can be something that's personal to you that Mm -hmm. you know took time to push through um so that's something that I've been trying to like do for myself like even if it's things like oh I've actually just ticked off more half of my to-do list or you know I actually managed to get up and not be as distracted as I normally am when I'm starting another task any some any small thing like that or you know today I made sure that I left my house at least once to get some fresh air like little things like that just to like look after yourself because I feel like the the more harsh I am towards myself the worse I feel and then it gets to a point where you know my body's affected and I, I have a meltdown or I burn out and then I get sick and then that takes me back 
even further yeah. like it takes me five steps back so it's like well then who wins at the end of this because it's not you that one's you just set yourself back when yeah. you could have avoided all of that just by making sure that you you know you carry out small acts of kindness towards yourself so it's like having that little cycle of just constantly nourishing yourself while also pushing yourself and I think that's very important because we're always we're we're like in this bubble of like this hustle culture where we just see everyone grinding 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 and like you know everyone just posts their result they're not going to show you the behind the scenes the ups and downs the struggle that they had to go through the, the number of l's that they had to take they're just showing you the final product the final result so now you're around all this stuff online especially where everyone looks like they're just winning winning and you're like pushing yourself and you're beating yourself up because you feel like you're not on that level but in that time you're comparing yourself to these to these people or these platforms or whatever like you're not realizing that there's certain journeys and tests that you're gonna face first that's adapted to you so like Khadija says there's no one size fit all situation here certain things work for some people other things work for others like I just I just feel like sometimes we just need to take a step back and really understand what actually works for us and what what's the best way you can excel um on your terms because when you do things on your terms you have more control over what can go right and what can go wrong and you also accept the fact that there's some things that are just out of your control and it's not the worst thing to go through because at the end of the day it's going to pass whether you like it or not um so that's kind of like how I've been like viewing it and it's just sort of helped me be, be easier on myself when it comes to balancing because my nine to five like being a software engineer like even though you're just in front of a computer all day like it's a very mentally demanding job like it drains you out mentally there's a lot of thinking that you really have to do and that drains you out physically and I think at one point I underestimated that because I was just doing so much at, at one point in my YouTube videos I was filming like three videos back to back after I've just finished work oh, because I just justified it saying, oh, I'm at home, you know, like might as well, I need to push myself. And then I realized that's not even healthy. And then because I kept pushing myself, I wasn't enjoying it. And for me, it's like, when I don't enjoy something, I can't put my heart into it. I can't put, for, it doesn't translate through with my passion or my craft. So yeah, I've kind of learned that the hard way. Um, so I've just learned to take a step back, enjoy the process and just do things on my own term because that's when the results really show. And that way, like you see the result and you also feel it. So that's how I view it, basically. Going back to what you said about control, I like that because that was something I had to learn, the fact that you can't always be in control, especially during this like whole COVID time. Like the way I had, what I had planned for Black Girls Right To is n- not what happened. And where I'm at now with it was not what where I wanted to be. So I had to kind of, submit that control and be like well you know what I love the best of planners and it really isn't up to me like I and and actually this has been probably the best thing for me in terms of you know being able to really hone in what I wanted to focus on um try some things that I probably wouldn't have tried before and also just spend the time building a community instead of trying to churn out events which was what I wanted to do and like retreats and stuff so I think always knowing that Allah has the best plans for you and just recognizing that sometimes things aren't always going to be in your control and just learning to be okay with that is another way of which I've kind of gone through this whole um process that's a good way of looking at it 
because ultimately Allah you plan but Allah plans too so you know there's only so much you can do there's only so much that's in your control and we have to under we have to really understand that as Muslims despite some of the tests that get thrown at us um and we're just in an environment where so many things are uncertain anyway so we kind of have to accept it like there's I, I don't know for me it's like I think I've just come to terms with the fact that things are not going to go completely back to normal, oh, whatever definitely. that means. Yeah, I've just com- I've com- I've actually accepted it wholeheartedly and I've just learned to embrace it. And, you know, it's an adjustment, but that's part of life. And I feel like if, you know, if you keep pushing that aside and you keep resisting to that adapting and changing, you know, life will throw you one massive curveball and it will force you to learn that. So you might as well, you know, take it easy on yourself because this whole COVID-19 situation just made me realize like there's certain things I need to prioritize anyway. And, you know, it's not normal. Like I, I generally don't believe it's normal for us to be working like 40 hours a week. The whole the way we function no. in society, it's not sustainable. Hell like no. we're seeing so many things crumble within the space of three months that we've been told, you know, um, is the right thing. It's the standard is what society expects. But, all it took was one little virus like to completely you know dismantle that so many things have changed they've been flipped on their head like the world is at a standstill but it's also in chaos so and it's just it's just made me like rethink a lot of things like is it really sustainable for me to spend so much of my life working in comparison to spending it with family and friends like is it is that actually normal i don't think this is i feel like there's a lot of ways that we're living and functioning and communicating with, with each other that isn't actually sustainable. Um, so I don't know what the future holds, but you know, inshallah, like I really want us to, I, I personally as a Muslim, I want to go back to the whole communal aspect of the deen where, you know, we, we engage with our communities and we learn to build together as communities. Cause I think that's what's been slacking in our society in general. And I feel like this pandemic has shown us like we've seen like during Ramadan, during Eid, you know, we've seen how important it is to maintain those human connections, um, those relationships, you know, and I just feel like so many things have just been flipped on their head and it's just got me reevaluating life and my priorities and what I want um, and what I should strive for. And, you know, ultimately, as Muslims, it comes down to one thing, like our purpose in this dunya, like we were here to worship Allah. That's what it comes down to in the end. You know, you've got your blueprint. Islam's giving you a blueprint. It's giving you a way of life. But ultimately, it circles back to the creator. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I've just been doing a lot of reflecting. I've got too much time on my hands and I'm like just left alone in my thoughts. But, um, yeah, I've just deep in things. So what would your biggest or best advice be to someone who wanted to start a side hustle, project, YouTube channel, business, platform, whatever you want to call it? What would your advice be to them? Take your time. Like there's, I feel like a lot of people have put this like stop clock on themselves, unprovoked. Like no one actually asked you to rush like this. Um, and I'm saying this, I'm dragging myself first and foremost, because I was like that for the longest. Like, I feel like we just want the result quickly, quickly, quickly. And it's like, no, there's a journey. You have to build on this. It takes time and consistency. Like you can't, you can't just blink and you get what you want. Like it doesn't work like that. And the few moments where you get those quick results are just that, they're moments. Um, if you're, if you're talking about building a, a community, 
um, engaging with the community, building a brand, developing on that, like that takes time and that's normal. I feel like a lot of young people, we're just rushing and it's like, where are you, why are you running? Like, where are you going? Like, we're in a pandemic where now. Going? The, where are you where going? Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I just want, I just want, and I'm saying this to younger people because I was like this when I was um, younger. Like, I think, enjoy the process. It sounds really cliche and you hear it all the time from these like entrepreneurs online, like those big boys or whatever. But honestly, enjoy the process because when you enjoy it and you're generally appreciating the growth, you act, that it reflects in how you deliver your content. Like I feel like That's because I'm true. enjoying my YouTube channel, because I just started out of boredom, like literally. And because I'm enjoying it, um, even when there's like little mishaps, little technical issues or things are taking a bit longer, it's much easier for me to go back to why I even started it and why I'm so passionate about it because I've I've seen my growth and I'm enjoying that growth and I'm enjoying like engaging with new people, building a community. Like it's it's a nice feeling and I just want more young people to to understand that. Like it's okay if you're like, I don't know, in your late teens, early twenties and you haven't got it all figured out. Like that's normal. Trust me. Like take your time. It's better to take your time and, you know, work on what you need to work on properly than to rush it, expect quick results and then it all dies down again. Like just that's probably one of my biggest advice. Enjoy the process and take your time. Like you're not going too slow. You're not behind in life. Trust me. People just don't tell you what's going on behind the scenes. People don't people don't go out of their way to display their L's or all the rejections that they face. They will display your their wins. And you don't know what's under the iceberg. You're just seeing the tip of it. So, yeah, that's probably my biggest advice. Like, put your trust in Allah, know why you're doing it, and enjoy the process. Like, genuinely enjoy the journey. That will take you much further than you think. I like that. I think that's really important. I like that. I like that a lot. I think, um, yeah, that was something I've had to learn. But I think one of my... Well, I've kind of to... And funnily enough, I, I feel like I've... No, I don't want to not learn them, but Khadija has reminded me of these Damn two girl. things when you're starting something. One is, one is, and we say it every podcast episode, be intentional about it. I think a lot of yeah. us sometimes can get carried away with the idea of uh, building something mm. and having our name or our face on something. And we're not really thinking mm-hmm. much about like, actually, why are we doing it? And what's our purpose? So it's really, really, yeah. really, really important to, that you have the right intent behind it because it's going to reflect in what you do and it's going to reflect in your successes and Allah's going to guide you and help you be a success if you have the right intention. So that is, that's, that's one thing. And then the other thing as well is to just do it. Just do it. Just start, I am, I, Honestly, just start. I am like the... I love planning. That's I right. love organization. I like having yeah. an idea of <laughs> shut up. I like having I like <laughs> having a vision and I and an idea of how something is gonna work from not necessarily from beginning to end, but like as far as I can basically. But one thing I learned with Black Girls Right too was to just start. Because if I hadn't have started at the beginning of the year, I, we would have gone through COVID and I would have made more excuses for myself being like, oh, we're in COVID, da, 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 da. And I would be sitting here five months into into lockdown or whatever this is. 
and still haven't having not started it and not done the stuff or planning to do the stuff that I'm doing. So my big, one of my biggest pieces of advice is to just start because it's a journey. No one's going to expect you to be perfect at the beginning and what you end up the the way and the way your brand or whatever it is that you're doing ends up looking in the future is not how it's, how it started. So just just do it and be and be fearless about it just be fearless about it Plus and do it's it. cool to see your program oh 100 it's 100%. really cool like yeah when i started my channel yeah if you saw the way the lighting the way i was hand, it's the same camera same ring like yeah but, like when i see the progression it's like raw like did i actually start like that like it's just mad like generally enjoy it because you'll look back and you then you can see like i've actually grown and that will give you a satisfying feeling because now you're thinking, you know what, I'm actually going in the right direction. Let me just keep pushing. Let me just stay consistent. Let me just, you know, make sure my intentions are set and I just keep going. Because you don't know how far away you are or how close you are to your big break. It's true. Whatever that may be. It's true. You don't know. It could be right around the corner. But the one thing that you do know and you are in control of is setting your intentions and just pushing through it and just enjoying that journey. So like, be very mindful of that. I feel like we overthink it before we've even started anything. And it's like, by the time you're done overthinking, it's like, oh, wait, I could have done that time ago now, you know? And it just becomes a constant cycle. And it's just, you're not going anywhere with that mindset. It's true. I totally agree. Yeah, that was that was some good stuff, guys. I, I like that. I what's, like what you guys said. What's your biggest I... advice? Sure. Um, <laughs> she was trying to get away. She was trying to end it. <laughs> quickly quickly. Um, i think you guys have you guys you guys you guys have hit the nail on the head i'm not gonna go into the uh, long story but my main thing is i should said it and and it's kind of what i live by do it like i'm I'm learning that listen whatever you want to do in life everything that you want is very much there already you just have to do it um and sometimes the hardest part is actually starting um, cause once you start, you realize that, well, it's not even that bad after all. So yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, Bismillah, start with Bismillah and do what you need to do. That is, that is, that's the best advice I can give anyone that wants to start something, start. And then once you start, we can start talking about the, the advice that comes after that. But if you haven't started, start, that's the best advice. Nothing else matters until you start. This was this was a really refreshing convo. I like this. It was. It was nice. I liked it. Um, thank you so much to everyone that's tuned in and keeps tuning in week on week. Um, we really appreciate you guys. Um, TBMG podcast wouldn't be another one of our side hustles if it wasn't for the fact that we have people that listen the to listener. us. So mm-hmm. Thank you so I much. Wish. We really appreciate the support. Honestly, it's, quite, it's it's really nice. Like just knowing, like we've got a group of women. Uh, just a group of women expressing ourselves and we're engaging with so many people like that growth is nice to see we can see the numbers yeah it's growing and it's just really really exciting and yeah we just appreciate it also thank you guys yeah yeah what they said what they said guys thank you everybody bye ciao assalamualaikum